Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back again to the Outdoor Drive Podcast. We are still here in the Harrisburg, PA, here at the Great American Outdoor Show. We are sitting over... What in the... Are you on fire, Ghost Hunter? Yeah. What the hell is Sorry. going on? Jesus. Sorry. Man, distracting the shit out of me already. <laughs> so anyways, so I, I'm going to, as always, I'm going to do one thing and one thing only is that just watch out with this podcast, guys. Be very scared because it is... It is rated explicit because we have the man the myth the legend <laughs> mr dun, dun, dun. modern assassin <laughs> i thought you were gonna name drop it waiting for me to drop the bomb yeah, yeah, what's yeah, up let, y'all let, you. and to my right we have stephen clark and go sign all right we're all here dude the boys the click the clan we are here yeah yeah so what's up g Oh, man, I feel like I'm doing pretty damn good looking around the table as <laughs> y'all. Let me tell you. Look at how y'all doing. Uh, should, we, should we dig into uh, last night's last night? I, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, sure. usually I'm sluggish, especially last day, but, man, I'm looking good compared to you boys. <laughs> what a role reversal. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, wanted to live in your shoes. Yeah, I had to. I had to go back home to get the brick last night. You know, my brother's been watching and all, and, and he's watching him again now, which is awesome because it gives me time to get up here, do my thing, see everyone, hang out with you fuckers, you know, and do the trade show shit. Right. Yeah, you've been doing the trade show shit. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm a little fucking whore around these booths, ain't I? Dude, it's I, like... I'm just glad you dropped in on art. <laughs> you, you've been in everyone else's. Oh, oh, of course, dude, for sure, man. I mean, it's shit. It was a year ago, Trev and I, you know, I introduced Trev to Nikki and started doing podcast shit there, and, you know, we've just been grinding at it since, so here we are again. Um but, yeah, you know, it's just kind of like I bounce around to see all my different friends and shit, and people run into me. And, you know, if I see someone sitting there that's not getting help, whether that, you know, usually they're busy giving the demo to someone else or whatever, you know, if it's a product I know about and it's people that I'm friends with and it's something that obviously I would buy, if I ain't going to buy it, I ain't going to try to sell it to you. Right. So. You know, whether it be sitting there swinging around Wild Edge or, or hopping right next door when, when Connor and Cody were busy and teaching people about the XOP. And then it's over, you know, Zeus Broadheads. That's where it's been most of the time with Nick and them guys. But, yeah, it's just uh, just 
bounce around, see everything, hang out with everybody. I, it's cool because I got no responsibility, actually. Like, there's nothing I have to do. So I just go around and do whatever the fuck I want, and you know. So you're like you're like brick then. You're just a stray cat here. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I, although I did get in trouble for pissing on the corner. I don't know what that was about, but <laughs> there's a line, bro. Come on. Yeah, it's it's quiet here today. There's Very not really quiet. much going on. Very quiet, dude. It, I tell you what. Yesterday morning was crazy. Was 11 to 1 um, was nuts. And I don't know if you guys have said numbers, but I heard um, someone from the directors earlier saying that they believe it's going to be closer to 300,000 this year than 100,000 throughout the through the entire week compiled obviously, you know, not daily, but close to 300,000 people. Insane. And that's insane. just good for the vendors, the the everyone that's here representing their brands. I mean, that's just great for business. And like to touch on what you were saying, it's like a brotherhood family reunion when you come here. Like you see friends, you see products. It's 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 the camaraderie. It's it's like the Super Bowl. It is, and you know what's cool, shit. And I guess that's it's funny you just threw that in about the Super Bowl at the end this morning when I walked in. I got here right as. They were about to let the rest of the public in and everything. I was literally walking past the check station as the uh, American anthem starts. And they do that here every morning. And thousands, thousands of people, everyone stops dead what they're doing. They stop conversation. They remove their hats. They all look to wherever the nearest American flag happens to be. And I was thinking about it. It's like, where, where else do you see? You don't. Tens of thousands of people immediately stop what they're doing and pay attention to the flag. I was like, the only place I can think about is maybe in a football stadium. Yeah, right? but then, then there's the assholes taking a knee. So I know, but right. there's no knee takers exactly. here. Exactly. Dude, no. it's it, it, no. um, the great American outdoor show. It, it's, I, that's one of my favorite things about being here in the morning is hearing the anthem and watching everyone, everyone pay respect. That's a beautiful thing. And, and you know, even walking through the crowd, I mean, it was it was nut to butt yesterday. It was tight. It was tough. Not one person was rude when you bumped into them. Not one person gave you a bad look. I mean, it's just, hey, sorry. You know, just trying to get there. Say, sorry for stopping in front of you. It's like, it's oh, like no, no public land. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. Come, come on right up in my tree. I got one right over here. Yeah, fight for a parking spot before you even get in there. <laughs> I Trev got that one pretty well figured yeah. out this trip. Uh, yep. See my media pass? See my media pass? <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I have a pass, and I don't even park in any of the parking lots. I park way the fuck down the street because it's easier for me to walk way the fuck down the street and get my truck and drive away than it is, well, to get out. The one year I pulled up over the curb and then across the center median and police told me had there been a sidewalk there, I would be going to jail. <laughs> so I just not good at waiting in line in my turn. So I just park where I don't have to do such things. <laughs> Smart move. Smart move. I can get behind that. Oh, shit happens, bro. <laughs> this yeah. show just gets crazy, though. The, the amount of people, even the traffic. Oh, getting oh, yeah. out last night was insane. It was yeah. rough. That's what I mean, and I hate dealing with that shit. And, and then nine days of it, nine days of getting in, getting out. Now, I haven't been here all nine days. I was here um, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know, I had to go do, go to work, get my real job, and do that kind of shit. But, you know, it's, it's a lot of days, a lot of hours, man. 
Do you know when I realized that it was going to be a good show was when you had put up on your Instagram uh, the story and the lady was like, yeah. And then she was videotaping you and you're like, yeah, you have to fucking wait like the rest of us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. I guess I should explain that for anyone who was watching this. The first day coming up, the main highway, the main highway, not like A Street, the main fucking highway. There was a major accident. They literally had to close down the highway, and they were forcing every single vehicle off the next exit. Well, there's a ton of assholes trying to drive down the shoulder to go around everyone. So I said, I'm that guy, and pulled halfway out and just blocked everyone from going down the shoulder. And this minivan behind us got a little irate, and they kept saying, well, we're just trying to get to the exit. Let us by. We're trying to... (laughs) Where do you think everyone's going? (laughs) So anyway, I just flipped her off as I blocked the lane. And I guess they thought we were going to do some dumb, crazy shit. And they literally sat there moving three feet at a time through traffic, filming us for the next 40 minutes. And I'm like, what do they think like we're going to do or whatever? And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me give them something entertaining if they're going to film us. So I started to put down the window. I was going to climb out the window. Crazy bitch I was with. She's like. Well, you just dropped the sunroof? I'm like, you damn right I do. <laughs> so I climbed out the sunroof and just kind of um, maybe impolitely told her that, you know, just sit the fucking line and wait. And ev- it, like everyone else, every car is going to the exit. Why do you think you should get there first? You know, inconsider is one thing. I just they weren't coming hate. to the show. I don't know. It doesn't don't matter. Care. Don't matter. All, we all have it to go matter. one way. People <laughs> thought we were all coming to this show. That's why I was like, no, these are people that are literally trying to skip around hundreds of cars. And, and you got to leave that open for the emergency vehicles. Right. And oh, I'm I with just you. can't What I'm saying people. is that they definitely weren't coming to the show because everybody in the show is very polite. Like you bump into somebody and you're like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Oh, no, no. I'm Most sorry. Most people and are I'm pretty like, cool. Yeah. You know, it, you know what some of it probably is? What is it? You're allowed to carry here. We did have and that half conversation. half the motherfuckers yeah. here are strapped, which everyone's nice when, when you might get shot. <laughs> I mean, why are you going to be a dick and start a problem? You, it, everyone just has that more common courtesy. Because it's not social media. Well, fair enough. <laughs> Fire them. <laughs> you don't have all the feral firearms. You're just randomly Keep one in the chamber. Yeah, it's just it's a great fucking show though. I I'm I I love being here. It's 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 been a year reunion. I love it, dude. The people are fucking awesome. Yeah, you're you're kind of in the same position I am. Like the fact that you get to come to the show and you get to spend several days here and you yeah, you got tasks and almost a quote unquote a job to do, but you're not like you don't have a booth. That no. you have to man the whole time. No, I'll never do that again. Exactly. You, that's what I mean. You get to bounce around. You get to decide, hey, I'm going to go do a podcast now. Let's meet here. You know what? I'm just going to go piss around for a while. Go walk around. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to go sell some broadheads for a while. I'm going to go help Drew at Wild Edge for a while. You, you know, you can just do what you want. And that that's why I really do enjoy all this is getting to see the random people and not being tied to anywhere. You know, yeah. um. Like the other day, you call <laughs> Trev calls me. He's like, "Bro, where are you at? What do you mean? I'm just pissing around Zeus?" He's like, "You got people at Whitetail Haven Outfitter waiting for you. You gotta get down here." I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it ended up being the Barons, and 
you guys know how big this place is. Yeah. It's retarded. It takes days to get through it. I mean, it's day eight. Pretty sure I know where everything is now, and now I'll forget it all before we start over again next year. You know what <laughs> yep. I mean? But it was so funny that, like, we're just hungry. It was just so hungry. I was like, about to change your fucking lives with some Amish food. You Southerners don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we were a little bit upset. Uh, Ghost Hunter wanted one of those uh, steak and cheese ones. He said, I'm eating steak and cheese pretzel rolls all day. We all went day. over there. They were fucking out. I got there. And literally, people weren't even entering the show yet, and they didn't have any this morning. I was pissed. Although, I mean, I guess I was upset but delightfully supply, uh, surprised and pleased with the ham and cheese so whatever yeah <laughs> oh, bad. look chicken if ranch, you take chicken some ranch, shit it. and wrap it in a pretzel and cover it in butter <laughs> I, I don't gotta be a chef to tell you that's just gonna be pretty good <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah they have been consumed but put it that way. yeah man you just never know who you're gonna see at these shows and everything so it was fun walking around kind of playing tour guide through everything um you know, we we all got to spend a good bit of time with Connor, uh, you know, Whitetail Drifter, and then Cody, um, Drew, and the guys from Wild yeah. Edge. Um, you know, Clint Campbell uh, from Truth from the Stands up here. Uh, you know, of course, Nick and Tommy and the whole Zeus crew—they're fucking awesome. Um, it's it's cool just seeing everybody. Kip Campbell, or uh, uh, yeah, Kip Campbell, Campbell he Red was Arrow. up here. Red Arrow, um, Johnny. Mulligan, you know, he's over about, there Mavin and around just taking photos. And I tell you what, you know, I, I, was, I was joking the other day when I said, I'm like, I'm going to have to teach you to use that camera, man. Because <laughs> he and I actually have the same camera. Yep. Dude, he is the epitome of the difference of what a good camera can do. And then what a good camera can do when you flip it to that M. Manual, manual setting and you know what the fuck you're doing yes he is uh, he, you can't even see a lot of his photos i would say well let me see you can see a ton of his work a ton of his work you wouldn't even know is his because he's outsourcing it to a lot of big companies there's a lot of big brands and companies that have these face photos that that johnny mulligan's doing you know you just don't wow. see them on his profile and that kind of shit because he's selling it, you know. And for him to take the leap he did out on his own and all like that, it, it's badass to watch a guy that really does kill it at his craft. Not to plug my own shit, but <laughs> he kills it at his craft, and, and it's awesome to see, man. And not only that, he kills some. He killed a giant no, bear. He's just a killer. He's, he's a killer. killer. He's a killer all yeah, the way around. He's a killer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when are you going to have him on? Um, soon. I actually, since he and I were together, I was like, dude, we got to get a picture for the podcast at least. Cause he and I are, are, are I'm definitely getting him on soon. Yeah. That's one yeah. dude that flat kills it. Yep. He's a badass. <laughs> He's a badass. And where can people find that? Kills it. Kills it podcast. That's my shit. You can find, uh, pretty much everywhere podcasts are available. I'm, I, I somehow got approved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> iTunes was like, okay, which I was like, well, all right. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of funny that you say that because Todd from the Todd was here yesterday with, uh, with Johnny Simonetti, which you got to see. Was Hell it? yeah. I didn't homie. realize, I didn't realize that you guys have been friends for seven, eight years and yeah. never had met. No, we've never. Johnny don't leave home much. He's got a lot going on with his family and then he takes care of his father-in-law as well so between the wife kids work father-in-law i mean the man is strapped he's busy he doesn't get to travel from home much so 
But Johnny Simonetti is the number one hype man in the world besides maybe like two chains. <laughs> like <laughs> or Lil Wayne or some shit. I'm telling you, man. He he, he is uh he, he is the man. So he's, it was definitely cool to meet him. He's the coolest fucking dude in the world and not even that, he's fucking popular. We were like walking out of the yeah, media room and someone's like, say. Oh my god, it's Johnny Simonetti and I'm like, He's not even that fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I, I love Johnny man. Yeah, Johnny Johnny's Johnny's a, he's he's awesome. He is just such a hype dude and I mean he's all about supporting people that, you know, he loves and supports. He's like a brother, man. Like yeah. I've had so many conversations. Like when I killed my big buck this year, Johnny called me, dude, just all jacked up, man. He 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 brought a whole new hype to me killing my my big whitetail this year, and it was just fucking awesome, dude. He and, just and, loves to see his friends do well and succeed. Well, I mean, it does that not state it perfectly how Johnny is? You know how well he and I have been yeah. friends and how we talk. You had no idea it was no. the first time I ever met him because, Never. you know, the way we talk about each other and to each other and everything else, it, I felt like I've known the dude forever, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I don't even know where I was going with train of thought. We got <laughs> well, it's <laughs> funny. I actually talked to Johnny earlier. Um, I talked to Johnny and Dallas uh, from Tattoo in the Wild. I was like, look, you fuckers got a carpool from Virginia out to Ohio for Steph's birthday this year and turkey camp. Like, Ooh. I want to spend a turkey camp with Johnny. I just hang out here. With, dude, he, he's a fucking man. And I haven't got to see Dallas in a long time either, you know, since he moved and uh, moved the kids and started the studio in Virginia and all. I haven't got to see, see him in years. So if we can make that happen, that, that, that that'd be, be awesome. Yeah, I was hoping Dallas was because Johnny was trying to get Dallas to come up here. And, and I, I couldn't I believe too. that they didn't show up. I, I was, like, I was trying to get him to come up, too. He has uh, kids sports going on right now yeah. and some other things. And, you know, Dallas is a man. His kids will always take priority. Yeah. You know, which that's, that's important. Absolutely. So, but I, I, I got on his ass a little bit too, and we're already talking about um, how we're going to make it work out and how we're going to get different guys to work different days and try to have Tattooed in the Wild at a booth up here next year. That's awesome. That'd be yeah. sweet. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised Keith and Ryan didn't make it up because they, were, they had talked about it. I know that. They did. Uh, Keith just changed his work schedule. So, since he changed his work schedule, the weekends he was supposed to have off, he's now working. And, you know, so plans completely yeah. changed with Steph running her own business. She scheduled around what his typical work schedule was. So, you know, that shit get thrown out the window. And then um, I'm pretty sure, like, Ryan almost lost his rear axle on his car the other day or some <laughs> shit. So he, he better deal Are with that. Are you surprised? He better deal with that before he comes across the country. <laughs> Oh man, That's <laughs> it would have been cool to have him here, though. Oh, yeah, I love all them, those guys. Yeah. Man, I, mean, I like, love them. Fuckers. Absolutely, like, you, you know those. That, That's why I call them my Ohio family. Like you know, <laughs> they're true family. Yeah, they're they're, they're my they're my boys. That's right. Me and Trevor are gonna take a trip down uh, Southern Virginia. Go pay him a visit at the Tattoo in the Wild Studio. Yeah, we're gonna. Dude, go check I out have the not actually been to the studio yet, and I really need to. And dude, when you get there, you'll see. Um, I watched it all being built, you know, them being right, my friends. I was up. watching, you know, all the stories, and they were sending me pictures. And, you know, um, Keith, he made all the tables and everything and all the benches out of Live Edge and resin. And, like, oh, it dude, looks they're amazing, so man. sick. One of them is cool as fuck. The resin came through the table in the perfect shape of a turkey foot. Come so on. it's a dark wood Live Edge table with this, like, 
blue emerald resin like turkey foot coming through it and it was just that's the way it naturally turned out just doing it you know just shit like that you know really puts that studio together it is it's not just uh, a name one. There's taxidermy all over the world. Everything is tailored to the wild. Yeah, you, you, you literally feel like yeah. you're walking into an outdoor yep. show, it, not it, a shop. It's, yep, it's a mix of like a tattoo studio and uh, a mix between like a tattoo studio, a taxidermy studio, yep. and like a hunting lodge, kind of all right there in one. You know, it, it, it looks like home. Hell yeah! I, I, I can't wait rent to check rooms out the back. I would stay there the whole time. <laughs> I work for free, work for food. Fifty one hundred camp cook, camp bitch, whatever you want. Buy enough ink, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might need it. Dallas is a big boy. He probably likes to eat like I do. So. Oh, and that's another thing. You know, Dallas. He's originally from down south, Louisiana. And uh, for Steph's birthday every year, we always do a big crawfish boil and everything. Oh, so it's like, man, you got to come up. Like, we're doing another crawfish boil. And, you know, it's always a good time. So any big news for you at the show? Like, what, 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 what did you get out of this week of being up here? Like, anything new for you? Anything that, you know, you networked with somebody new or something or anything for the new upcoming season? Um Shit. Yeah, a lot. Hard I figured. To even, hard to even keep track, really. But... You know, so no, you're always you're always on a roll. You're always doing something. You're um, always growing. I mean, in, in the years time, man, just watching you like evolutionize yourself. You know I what I'm saying? I appreciate that. And, you know, and you and I keep close contact. Yeah. So you you get the inside yeah. scoop. Right, on but a the lot world doesn't. Too. Yeah, I know. Then, <laughs> then we always get lost in, in conversation, uh-huh. and and you never a lot of that shit doesn't come out, man. But. Yeah, hands so, down um, one of the busiest dudes in your mind that I've ever met. I, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I ain't gonna lie, it's tough. I mean, it, it's hard to ever stop and concentrate. Like, and I, I was talking to to um, you guys are familiar yeah. with the Whitetail Distraction podcast. I was talking to them about some of the saddle stuff, and I was like, "Well, and I do this, and I do that, and then I add this and this," and they just looking at me and like, "When do you stop?" I'm like I, I can't I, I just don't um but yeah I, there's there's some work in some new products um i may have my hands in working in the revival of a, a ct product we'll talk about that a connecticut original product i figured that was going that way I well saw, it's going to be you completely reborn and, and revived let's, okay. let's put it that way we'll, we'll talk about that yep. soon but um good teaser I, there. i'm hoping to um I think one of the plans that got set, I'm supposed to head down into Virginia a little bit, meet another badass dude, and um, from there take off down to to meet to meet some badasses down in Alabama and do some noodling. I'll just leave it <laughs> that, and, you know. Let, let's just say if if me me and them red arrows head down south for some noodling, shit gonna get fucking wicked. <laughs> That's awesome. no kidding. Yeah, yeah. So you got big plans for this season alone because the release of the guide service through Nick Mathers yes. of of uh, working working outdoorsman. Yeah, you guys are pretty much close to booked up at this point. It's getting there, dude. Yeah, um, we are booking from June through October, and. Um, we we've got over 40, 40 trips booked. Wow, that's yeah, awesome, it's man. it's getting to the point where a couple of the months, you know, all the all the weekends are filled. So a couple of the months we're actually even, you know, scratching prices a little bit to make weekend trips for people, you know. Um, and what's really fucking cool is almost all of them are from out of state. 
which to me is just awesome that you know everything i do i love talking about shit like this i love showing people the products i love doing my videos i i I love just talking to people one-on-one not even sharing it on large scale it's just what i enjoy is sharing what i'm passionate about and the experiences that i get to have if i can get somebody to feel just a little bit of that fucking charge i get maybe we got another person on our side another hunter and you know someone in the future of the outdoors you mean that drive that drive (laughs) that's right bro that outdoor drive (laughs) that what what propels you man and so the fact that we got a lot of people coming in from out of state um all different ages we got a lot of uh, military guys, active and retired, coming out. because, And we do offer a military discount. You know, that's one thing that Nick was very adamant about that I didn't even have to suggest, but 100% would have, obviously. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a learning experience. But we spent all last year taking people out, breaking shit, and, and learning. Learning how to do this, really. Yep. So this year we we're ready. You know, we we spent all last summer where we could have been taking some people out, but we we got our shit together, and it's going to be a world class operation for the working class outdoorsman. That's exactly what we're trying to provide. That fucking boat is out of control. I had <laughs> I had the chance to spend a long long weekend down there shooting fish, and I'll tell you what, man, we fished on Garrett's boat. Which good was, thing you went on mine first, because if you went on Nick's first, you would have looked at mine and been like, nah, I'm good, bro. I'll have to go take a nap. <laughs> it's not even that, though. I mean, like, your boat is, is a fucking blast, though, dude. Like, getting up on that front deck and just, dude, just having at it, dude, and is mine's is little so snakier cool. and stealthier to get, yeah. You get that yeah. whole edge of, like, what the realization of bow fishing is, you know, by being on that boat. And then you get onto the mothership the the fucking power plant bro and it's like it's insanity it is it's fucking a different insanity, level insanity man and it, and it was i wish we had so much more video of like when i was down there because just to explain and show everybody dude but it, it was fucking mayhem it's we say all the time that we're going to get more video and when, when fish start time? swimming around and arrows start flying. And DMX is on the radio. <laughs> right. Shit dies to DMX. <laughs> it's it's crazy. And, I mean, like, it's it's just a big, comfortable boat, man. And, and, and I've I spent my life on boats. And that is the coolest boat I have ever been. I mean, my wife was sitting there the whole entire time just watching us. And we were... She was in the, you know, there's like a bench and was sitting right there watching us shoot the whole entire time. And it was fucking, it got chaotic at oh, one yeah, point. Yeah. And especially when it was uh, me, you, and Nick in the front the last day. And we were snake, we were, we were snake hunting. And we go through these little creeks and the two of us, dude. And it was pretty much a competition who the fuck could shoot. Because oh, oh, yeah. by that time, it was on. You know and, what I'm saying? And since we had spent a couple days fishing together, there was... You were starting to pick it up, how to see them, how to spot them. I tell people this all the time. To kill fish in bow fishing, you have to, one, learn how to shoot the fish. Pretty simple, right? No. Well, (laughs) pretty simple concept. There you go. There you go. The other part, and which is even the often harder part, and can be the harder part to put numbers in the boat, believe it or not, is learning how to see them fish. Right. How to spot them fish. How to know them fish are even there. Um, it is very easy to go past these highly camouflaged predators. But like I was saying, you know, it, it started off like, 
Oh, Trav, there's one right there. You see it? Where? Oh, yeah, yeah. You got it? Okay, boom. Well, after a couple days, there's no more pointing them out to anyone. It, it's if you don't have that arrow <laughs> ripping, you're it's already too late. You're already yep. too late. It's already got a fucking hole yep, in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we, we definitely had a blast. We de- we stacked some fish. Um, You shot a mirror, too, didn't you? No, I didn't shoot a mirror. No. You saw one. Yeah, we, we put saw, one in the boat. Yeah. Yeah, uh, right. we, yeah. We That was the day we made the, the gold chain. Bling. Yeah, we smashed, <laughs> smashed the fucking I still, I, I still get so many comments on that picture just holding that arrow with, like, a 12-pack of just, like, you know, two-pound goldies hanging off it. And those were only the all-gold ones. Yes. Because there yes. was some white ones, some black ones. There was I mean, some there was that a had mix. black mixed in them, yep. and we were just like, nope, all, go- all gold. gold, country boy bling, what's up? People don't realize how good that the, the snakehead actually are to eat. Oh, yeah. You know, like, they're yeah. just, there's something else. We were talking about that. We had uh, Bo Sampson on, little Bo Sampson, and we were Kid's talking about. killer. Uh, that kid is a killer. Uh, dude. He's, he's only nine, man. Six <laughs> world records. He's just, he's crushing it. He's, he's a killer. Really is. Yeah, it's definitely badass, but the, the Bo fishing aspect, we were talking about it with Nick and, um, and Bo, and it's just, it's just, it's so badass. It's something to do, especially someone being a Bo hunter, but. But then to get on the boat and do it and bowfish, and it's it's just a fucking absolute ball. And the camaraderie, dude, it's like duck hunting. Well, then another thing, like you said, most of the time bowfishing, you're, you're bowfishing trash species and stuff like that. And the fact that the snakeheads are so fucking good, right. it's like, I mean, they're really good. It's not like you're eating them because they're edible. Like, they're fucking good. <laughs> if the rest of so, the world knew it, there probably wouldn't be any more snakeheads. Dude, it's stupid, too. Uh, I, we'll still, I mean, we'll see education spreads further and further every year. But as far as last summer, you could still pull up to a boat ramp and there'd be one, you know, couple with their neck slice from bass fishermen or whatever else. They call them. They just slit their throats and throw them on the bank like, ah, another trash fish. It's like, man, you don't even know how good they are. Wasted meat. You know, the fact that you can go out and bowfish, and, you know, sometimes we do hunt snakeheads. Sometimes our goal is let's go put as many snakes in the cooler as we can. And here's the thing. You shoot that big carp that's laying there. He's going to muddy up the water. He's going to thrash around. He's probably going to scare away a couple snakes you didn't even see yet. So when you want to snake hunt, you're kind of not always just shooting fish, but when we go out there to snake hunt, it's to fill freezers, to make meals, and and it's pretty badass that and you don't a often hunt. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it's not often bow fishing. You know, bow fishing freshwaters and brackish. You know, you get the brackish and saltwater. A lot of places in the south, you can hunt the sheep's head and the redfish and the spade fish, and you get more edible fish like that. But as far as you know, our neck of the woods up here. We get some blue cats we can bow fish and all, but other than that, you know, it's mostly what people call trash fish and trash species. So to have a species that is the best eating, and we think that's the best way to target them. And you said hunting, and when you say hunting, you mean hunting because it is not bow fishing. It is hunting. Oh, we talked about that for, what, two hours the other night. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's tide-driven. It's, you know, like you really are like moving in and out of every nook, cranny. Like you were like, it's like a stalking, uh, spot and stalk on a fucking pronghorn is probably the equivalent of, of, of bow fishing for snakeheads. I look at the preparation of it as being almost the same as a whitetail hunt. 
Yep. I have to, obviously, tide. I have to look at tide. That's a major factor. But I have to look at the wind direction, the wind speed, where the wind's blowing, not because I'm worried about where my scent's going. I'm worried about where the boat's going. Right. I'm worried about where, uh, if it's early season, we have a lot of pollen. If you got the wind blowing one way, you got all that pollen skin packed on top. I don't care how good late you got. You ain't seeing shit. You got to be on the opposite shore. You know, so there's all these things like there's a couple coves that are really good that you are not getting into without a high tide and a windblown tide. And when we can get into these pockets that can't get touched at other times besides something like that, there's some other areas where we need a blown-out tide because that's the only time the tide gets low enough there to where they come out of the grasses that are so thick that we can actually spot them to shoot them. So there, it, it's hunting. You have to know, like, sometimes there's places we only may get two or three nights where we get the right conditions an entire summer to hit them spots and you know it's kind of like that whitetail honey hole like you have to have like you can't fuck around you, you you're not going to make it in you're not going to make it out without bumping deer well this you ain't going to make it in or make it out without getting stuck yeah um and and so to be able to successfully do it night after night and put fish in the boat it is hunting them you're you you sure you can get you can go out and you can just kind of bumble around and you're going to find some I mean, they're there, but to be successful night after night uh, and do it day after day, numbers, size, everything else, it, it's a hunting, it's an analytical uh, aspect to it for, for sure, 100%. So if anybody wants to book a, a bow fishing charter with you guys, what's the best way to get in contact? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you can reach out to me, Modern Assassin, um, or hit me, uh, hit me up on Facebook or whatever, and... I'll help you out, but most likely I am going to direct you over to Nick at Working Class Outdoorsman because he's the one that actually takes the, the deposit for the trip, the down payment. So, you know, he's ultimately the last contact, and he's the guy that handles the books for the most part. So, yeah, anybody that wants to hit me up, I was joking, hit me up, yeah. I'll for sure give you information. If you got questions about the operation, you know, Nick and I are constantly in contact, making sure we're on the same page with everything and then uh you know i'll probably direct you over to him once you're ready to book to to make sure it's the right date it's the species you're looking for you know that's another big thing about booking is some people say this is what i want to kill and we say well you this is when you need to come oh well i wanted to come in june well do you want to come in june or or do you want to go kill what you just asked to go kill i mean it, it's it's like nature. It's nature. You yeah. don't choose when. It's hunting. It, it is. You know. It's when. When they are there. What mama nature's doing and influencing to put these animals in these places. Are you guys going to do some stingrays also? As far as charters, <sighs> it's you, tough. I know that. It, it it is tough on us because we have a much further travel. We have to pay to get the boat across the bridge and the tolls and, you know, all that kind of shit and everything else. And the razor, they can be very hit or miss depending on the salinity and everything. There's a couple guys that want to shoot race. And And what kind of race are you shooting, though? Cow nose race. Cow nose. Yeah. 
So there are a couple guys that were, you know, they don't want to just go bow fishing. They want to go shoot rays. So we booked specific times for these guys when, when the rays are the best. And we'll know by then, you know, we, we got kind of a, a team of local watermen that work out there that, you know, favor for a favor type shit and everything. And we can contact them and find out what's around, how much. And we'll be doing a little bit ourselves. But, you know, um, if you want to come out and bow fish and have just the best experience bow fishing and get the best bang for your buck, it's to go after fish. I mean, bottom line. You, even the people we take out shooting rays, once they go out shooting fish, they want to go shoot more fish. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. When you're shooting rays, you're out there, you're looking at wide open areas, a flat sand bottom, and that's about it. <laughs> so, but, you know, and you're cruising around, you're looking for the rays. But when you are bow fishing for fish, you know, you're seeing ducks, you're seeing geese, you're seeing frogs, you're seeing turtles, you're, you're, you're seeing, <laughs> you're seeing some bully largemouth, yeah. man. We we see some big boys at night. Um, you got fox walking around the banks, some raccoons and beavers following the boat. Um, muskrats. I tell you what, muskrats are curious as fuck. No wonder they get trapped all the time. They're just too damn curious for their own good. They will literally follow the boat and swim. You can watch them swim on their side. So, you you know, they're looking up at you. They're processing. They're, uh, it, it's pretty cool. They're just so curious. But you get to see a ton of different species to shoot and a ton of things you can't shoot. But it's all part of that wildlife experience that most people don't get to see because it's at night. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just different. Shit comes to life. Like, yes. like we put lights yes. on and it's just, it's a whole new world. It's. Do you know what the lights bring? Tell me. The fucking bugs. <laughs> oh, that's right. You should, get a, you should get a giant bug zapper on that thing just in the background. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Nick didn't have glass. At one or two of the pieces of glass that got broken out and we didn't replace them and all the bugs would come up. It was a fucking barbecue, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could just smell them bug cooking. <laughs> we got that all taken care of, though. <laughs> it's something else. So what are you going to do for the rest of the day in the show? You got any big plans for the rest of the show? Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to yeah, go talk to Johnny Mulligan. I know he's over there at Mavin. I, I, I need to look at getting some glass. Um, You're only going there because Johnny's there right now. No, I, I'm, I need to get good optics. You know, <laughs> I, I, I use my camera most of the time when I got yep. shit close, but sometimes I, I just need to get out there a little further. So it's about time I pick up some good glass, especially because I'm looking at doing a, a western hunt coming up this year. So the modern assassin goes west. Yeah, Ooh, I don't talking know about doing some uh, DIY public bulls. Me, me and my cousin are really oh, that's looking right. into yeah. it. Yeah, Where about yeah. Idaho is what we're looking at at the moment. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so looking into doing that, but um, you know, otherwise it's just kind of trying to catch up with the people that I don't get to see real often that are here for the show, and you know, say bye, and I'll stick around and you know help my buddies pack up and you know that kind of stuff, and um, yeah, just wrap this thing up. Fuck yeah, hell yeah. Well, it's been a hell of a ride, and uh, thanks for taking it with us here on the Outdoor Drive. 